0: Virtual Theater, the podcast all about video game movies and the stories that shape them. My name is Andy Spiteri, joined by Gooey Fame.
1: What's up, Goo? Howdy. Uh, not a, not a whole lot. Just chilling. Just strapped strapping in for our, I think our fourth podcast together in like a week, basically. Which is
0: impressive because it's it's like four different shows different too. Shows. Like we <laughs> we really. Uh, planted the seed on a lot of different <laughs> a lot of different shows well, i actually, thought i yeah. i thought that would be a better uh analogy than it was
1: but it, it didn't turn out <laughs> the way i hoped actually well, it, it did you know we have really <laughs> in all the years of doing this we've really branched out and we're just doing a ton of different stuff and yeah it's awesome or we're, we're just still, I, we're still doing it we're still going
0: i was thinking about that like last night and i was like you know it's pretty funny that like you know, at the time, I don't think, I think you played, like, one Metroid game, and I was like, it's pretty funny that there's, like, a dedicated, like, sub-series of that podcast that, like, we created just for Goo to show up and, like, do our <laughs> thing, talking
1: about movies. <laughs> like, I love it. So, yeah, I love I, love, I it. love the connections, because now it's, like, <clears throat> even with um with all the different shows, it's, like, my main, because, you know, a lot of them that I do don't even, you know, not not even really a lot of people listen, it's just fun to do and it gives you a gives you yeah. an excuse to talk to you or whoever and also the big thing is that it, i like just sort of like having like hey I'm, I'm gonna try this out i'm gonna try something new out maybe something i wouldn't normally watch or play and then in the case of coming on metroid it's it's really furthered me wanting to you know play more metroid games
0: yeah, I, I feel the exact same. I I was talking about that on flashback yesterday. Where I was like, "Should I play like all the Doom games now?" Because like this is pretty sweet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yep, and it even actually this reminds me going back to when we first were talking about the first season of Castlevania. Um, you know, I had only played the the NES games that I had as a kid, and you know, like I like some of the other games like really appealed to me i just never you know i never had had the opportunity or i just never tried them and i was like i, I really want to play these and I, I think it took me a minute but since then mm-hmm. I, you know i've even i haven't played every castlevania game but i've definitely i've at least beaten like three more of them and like it's become a series like i really am into now too so um, yeah yeah just the benefit of uh doing this for sure
0: there is a just an outrageous amount of Castlevania games too to be fair that's not a series where you can easily just beat them all
1: yeah yeah very, it seems like varying quality and stuff too but
0: I mean speaking of Castlevania a couple weeks yeah. ago we uh you know we put out our episode and it was um it was part one of the new Castlevania nocturne series <laughs> And I was uh, I was really excited to get back into into part two, and um, I yeah, so so we're here to talk about that. I think mm-hmm. I almost felt like I I owed not that I owed Nocturne an apology because I I think that my critiques like I would still stand by them, but I think the way that we structured our episode is like. Like, I, almost those critiques, like, I was used to them by now, you know? Like, like I think going from the old Castlevania series to the new one, like, because the animation is, is just slightly different. So, like, it was, it took me a second to, like, catch up with in the first half. But by the time that we did the second half, I was just like, okay, sweet, let's go, I'm ready um yeah and then like i I was kind of used to like everything you know i was i was kind of complaining about like the -the over-the-top anime fighting which like i think is still kind of valid but i don't know i i think i was just like used to it or like i had the expectation now so i was just like okay this is sweet this is cool
1: yeah i was i was pretty on board um for the second half um it's still still kind of in in the same way where i was like oh it's just sort of like a uh, it's almost a cozy show for me to watch, so I, I, I was still vibing on it while, like, I, the, some of those thoughts that we had still came up, but, um, yeah, I, I still pretty much enjoyed it, and, like, I thought the story was, like, pretty good, and, like, and I, I feel like it, um, yeah, I don't know, I like kind of, like, where it all, how it all came together in the end, basically.
0: Yeah, like, definitely, I feel... Like, I, I've got a few critiques that, that we can get into, but, l- sure. I mean, like, yeah. nothing nothing game-breaking. Like, everything was sweet. I Like, honestly, one of my biggest critiques is that I just, like, wanted more, because yeah. oh, like, we could talk about when we get there. But, um, yeah, like, I, I, I think, like... I think that this was a show that, like, more... Generally speaking, I think it got better as it went along. I, I thought that there was, like, one episode that was kind of like a little a little dull, but like generally speaking, like I think like once you got to like the last couple episodes, it was like, okay, now like now we're rocking. Now we're cooking. Like and and everything, like you said, was was coming together. So um yeah, I'm excited to to talk about this and uh and get into it here. So I guess mm-hmm. uh without further ado here, Goo, so so what I did is um I didn't take notes while I was watching it or anything like that. I've actually found that it like It just helps me like enjoy stuff better if i don't do that so i've kind of given that up Um, that's okay that's okay
1: i i think um yeah like i think we're better off if we if we're i think so too we don't have to stick strictly to a you know a a layout of what happens you know i'm like i'm sure people listening to like will will have wanted i i you should check this out and and it's not like a big commitment so if we if we kind of do happen to uh, miss something or a detail it'll be all right <laughs> yeah i mean you're you're
0: totally right i mean eight episodes or half hour episodes like i watched like i watched the final two episodes last night and i started them at like 10 30 and i was like cool like this is like a perfect you know wind down kind of thing to watch so i yeah, wrote some definitely. i wrote some like bullet points of, of like cool shit that happened in each episode or like just like notes that i that i took away um and i like pretty much remembered all of them after the fact so i think that that kind of tells you that like there's a lot of like cool memorable stuff going on in these in these shows so
1: um, sure, yeah
0: yeah okay so so this is where we're at so we started episode number five um and in the first four episodes i mean they they really kind of set up like the world the story you've got like the the church that's in an alliance with the vampires the vampires are, you know, anticipating their messiah coming over, and everybody's all hyped for that. And then we meet all all three of our main heroes, who are, of course, Richter Belmont, uh, Maria, and Annette. And we we learn a little bit about all of them, and each one of them kind of has like their own final boss in a sense. But I think like undoubtedly the the most, I guess like memorable one for me was Orlocks, who killed Richter's mom when when. He was just a lad. And um, so where we left off last, last episode is that our our heroes have uh, have gone to the church. And they're trying to bring down the evil abbot, the priest who's in uh, collusion with the vampires. Um, and, of course, bring down the vampires as well. And then all of a sudden, Orlocks shows up, which causes Richter to go haywire and... He's running for the hills. He looks like he's seen a ghost. He is clearly not okay.
1: And that's where we left off last time. That that is where we are left to meet uh a new character who I hyped up yes. I've hyped up on some other stuff. Uh, a virtual theater legend. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Uh, I
0: I you know, I was like I was I was kind of content. I was I was thinking like who could this legend be? Like I I don't know. Like <laughs> I and I should we just go ahead and say? I mean it's you know if you're watching this, it's not a it's not a surprise. Oh, for sure
1: for sure. So <laughs>
0: so I'm I'm watching the opening credits. I'm just glued to those credits to see who's coming in, and I'm expecting someone like Robin Show or like I don't know. So like a uh, he's he's in the <laughs>
1: the canon for sure. He would be. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like I don't. I don't want to say I was expecting, like, like a lesser tier virtual theater legend actor, because that's that's disrespectful, but I guess I don't know how else to describe it, so that's kind of what I was looking out for. But, by God, Ian Glenn. Yes. This guy rolls into Castlevania Nocturne, and I was like, this is so sick, and he has to be playing a new character and he totally was, but I want to save that for a little bit, because okay, that was actually okay. <laughs> the coolest part of this episode to me, but I I popped off when I saw that, because- Just in the
1: opening I, like, credits, like, he's, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's a sick actor, like, he's, he's like a really good actor, and I was like, that's, that's pretty sweet that he's in, like, Castlevania, but then I was thinking to myself, I'm like, it's, you know, like, I think that you, if you're, like, a voice actor, or, like, a, uh, an actor at all, like, you can definitely attach your name to Castlevania, and it's not- you're not gonna have people just be like, "Oh, this guy's doing
1: Castlevania." Blah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean he's doing like, a, I don't know. It's like a it's a fun role, I think, and um, yeah, I don't know. He has like such a good a good voice for it too. It um, almost I was like, oh, I would, I think I would have. Uh, I, I feel like uh, I would watch the Juiced <laughs> Belmont show. I <you> know? <laughs> <laughs> Right? Right? That's uh, actually so yeah, I, I wanna I wanna sorry, talk spoilers.
0: about Juiced in, in a bit. <laughs> yeah. um, but I have a lot of I have a lot of love for him. Um but yeah, so I don't know, just a just a quick notes here. So I think like I think like the big like the big kind of I don't know, arc of this episode is like Annette and she's like She's like super furious that Richter ran away. I guess, like you know, I, I, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. Um, well, it's,
1: it's more of the. It's not. It's not really. Um, it's not fully like what the arc ends up being because, like, it like when he comes back, like you know what I mean. He's yeah. ac- he's accepted right away, and I sort of, I sort of like that. That it was like it was just sort of like I knew you'd come back, or like I maybe knew you'd maybe, come back. Maybe it's even like it doesn't matter why you're here like <laughs> we just we need to do this type thing but i i thought that was a good moment like jumping ahead you know when he came back yeah uh and i was you know i was um i don't know i thought that was like oh well there goes kind of your your tension but it ended up like you know it worked it worked really well i think the story the way it played out I think so too. I mean like you like he
0: was always coming back, so I mean you might as well just have your characters not act like shocked about it or anything like I think Maria even says like I think it's in this episode where she's like, he'll come back. Don't worry, he'll like mm-hmm. he'll be back and it was just like very matter of fact, very reassuring. I I and I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, I I think like she pretty much has like the biggest like kind of story going on in this episode if i'm being honest i actually i think of all the episodes that uh, are in the latter half of the season this one to me kind of felt the most like i don't want to say filler but it felt like it was stretched out like it felt like it could have been like half of episode four or something like that you know
1: um well this is the one with uh where like he has his own little side story right richter um uh yeah is that like, not this so, episode
0: so this episode like richter has a side story but it's not i think you're thinking of episode six where he oh, kind of okay. awakens his powers oh yeah, yeah in, in yeah. this okay. episode he's he's just kind of like bumming around and like he he goes to a bar and you know he's trying to buy himself a cocktail and he has no money and he's just like Yo, yeah, i'll we'll hunt vampires oh, if yeah. you want and
1: Yep. see, I'm it's sorry. Like, I, I I even was setting up the 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 Ian Glenn thing, but that's not till uh much Yeah, l- I
0: mean Ian Glenn right doesn't come into like
1: literally the end. Um,
0: yeah. which I like Yeah, let's just let's talk about the now. I thought that was so sick. I thought that was so this- cool. First of all, Ian Glenn voicing this character was super cool, but like the fact that he was Juiced Belmont, who I so I have to tell you a story. So I, I am a big Castlevania fan mm-hmm. and I think, I'm pretty sure that Symphony of the Night was my first Castlevania. I'm pretty sure. But if it wasn't, then... And definitely if this wasn't my first, my second Castlevania that I ever bought was Harmony of Dissonance. Which was for a Game Boy Advance title in 2002, which stars Juiced Belmont. So I kind of got... Uh, a little bit of a soft spot for this guy, and when I was a kid, I always called him Justy Belmont because I Justy. didn't know how to pronounce that. Justy, yeah. <laughs> so, um, like, sometimes I catch myself calling him like. Even though I, as I was typing my notes, I was like, Justy.
1: Wait, no, Juiced. I I think I see what you mean, like with this episode, but I don't. I I don't. I don't feel like it was fully filler. I feel like it because like the episode four was sort of like a crescendo episode yeah this this is like a big come down and i sort of think these shows like especially i don't know like just because it's i think it's the nature of it's like they're 20 minutes i almost feel like these storylines like across like two episodes play out in in the way that like a normal like hour of television would you know what i mean And so I almost think of, like, this episode, especially because it, that's why I was conflating it with episode five, is a particular Richter story ending with Meeting Juice there feels like the first half of an episode that, you know, then, like, uh, part, episode five is kind of, like, the way that story would play out on, like, say if I was, you know, watching, like, a normal, like, live action 40-something minute show, you know? So, like, I don't feel like it was filler, I just feel like it has, It it was definitely a. It was you know after a big, kind of like, climactic, fighting episode. Yeah. This was like, this was almost like episode one of part two of this season. You know what I mean?
0: And I mean quite literally for us. But no, I I think you're I think you're bang on. Like and then in, in like the whole episode was filler. I just I felt like there was like a few moments where it was i don't know like a like a bit stretched out so that's why i was a little Mm -hmm. bit hesitant to use the word filler because i like i don't think that it's that but i guess like it it did it did need to spend some time kind of setting up some other stuff and you know just by i mean just by the nature of like you know episode four or five those episodes in a series usually tend to you know prolong or or dip in terms of momentum i guess might be a fair thing to say mm-hmm. um but i mean we still got some cool stuff like so annette is is going wild and she's like i i love that she's just like no nah, man i'm going back to to rescue my her her best friend Edward. by the way has been turned into a night creature who is now pretty much like a sentient night creature who just sings opera all the time which is awesome yeah yeah, uh, he, <laughs> yeah.
1: there's like uh th- you could see this you know they're setting this up where um you know he's uh sewing some dissonance uh, among the uh the uh other night creatures you know they're like it's like it's that thing i said in the last episode where like they're continuation continuing that concept of like them actually having some sort of like soul remnants of their past lives and then even more so i guess i guess they they do say in like like canonically like these guys like definitely do because of like the way they're made or something like that i'm not fully sure i guess i don't i don't even know if that really needed to be explained you know what i mean i feel like it could have just happened, and it'd be like, oh,
0: I, yeah. I agree. I think I would have been just, like, totally accepting if it was just, like, somehow they've regained their memories. It's like, okay, cool. But like, I yeah, either way,
1: good. yeah. Like, because when they... It's such a minor scene, but not really in, in the original series with the fly eyes where, like, they just start talking about it, and, like, that always, like...
0: I remember being shocked.
1: Yeah, when, when the when the guy talked to Isaac and like they had that like sick conversation. <laughs> They're sitting by the fire and he's like a nasty little bug guy yeah. and he's like, I remember my old life. And you're like, holy shit. You know? And now you're like this ugly, nasty <laughs> creature. That sucks. Um, Damn, dude, that stinks. But yeah, regardless, I was I'm on board for I was on board for it and I like I like the idea, you know, of it.
0: Yeah, so I, I I think that's like a cool idea too, and one I agree. Like one, there are some things that I would like a little explaining, which uh, I want to touch on one in particular later. But this one, I'm just like, yeah, cool. They can do that. Okay, oh, sweet. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, I thought I thought that this scene was sick. So Annette goes back to the church and uh, lights this guy up. Long story short, yeah, dude, she she gets her old like slave owner vampire. And traps this motherfucker in, like, a, a circle, like, a pit of swords. Of, like, holy crosses, actually, rather. And, like, the sun comes up and, like, incinerates this dude. This was so cool. It is This gnarly, is so good. Yeah. <laughs> this guy totally sucked, too. He was just like, oh, you talking about this messiah and whatever. And I was like, this sun can't come up soon enough. Like, come on. It was awesome.
1: That's, yeah. It's It was it, just the... Um I mean, you don't really see like the him get incinerated, but just like when they show the imagery of like him, like locked up, you know, with them all around him, and and then like when it happens, they just cut to like sun shining on the wall or whatever. It's like, it's like oof, you know,
0: <laughs> so good. Yeah. It you know what it reminded me of a little bit was in um oh shit, what's that what's that show on Netflix called that everybody loves that I didn't like. Um, Midnight Mass okay. reminded me of Midnight Mass when the sun comes up And like just Torches like all the vampires in that show
1: Oh yeah Did
0: you ever watch Midnight Mass?
1: Did you like we, that? We Yeah I, well I did recently And we I don't know if you remember like we recorded ourselves Talking about it when I hadn't seen it I was just like listening to your uh, Take on it um, But I've now seen it actually and did, did it's, you think my take was bananas i don't fully remember what you said it's been years <laughs> um. i
0: i think i i just i i can't say I hated it but i like, disliked it, because I, I it's like, when the priest was on the screen, he was a cool guy, but then the, like, the lead characters, particularly, like, the main guy and, like, the girl, I thought were so awful, and, like, every (laughs) time they had this big monologue, I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? They're just rambling.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, that does happen sometimes, I feel like, and it's like, um, yeah, I don't know, It's, it's, sometimes it's like, there, there are those types of scenes and it's like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't want to get it. That would be a whole, whole other conversation because I have a, I have a lot of thoughts on it, but yes. yeah, I overall, like I I kind of agree with you where it's like, there's a lot of, there's a lot I enjoyed about it, but there, then there, there's a couple parts where it was like, okay, <laughs> let's, let's, let's go, let's go on with this, you know?
0: I agree, but this yeah. dude, this scene was so it was so good, and I yeah. this was probably <laughs> the best part of the episode to me. Although, although there's an underrated moment in in this show that I that I liked or this episode, where like, apparently, so like the um all of the nobles, as we discussed in the last episode that we did, they're all they're they're all like either vampires or in league with vampires. So all there's right. like one scene where like Orlocks just like. Kills and drinks the blood of a noble, and then gets scolded by it. I think from Drolta for she's like, "Ah, oh, you're supposed to be doing this to the peasants, not the nobles." <laughs> and he was just like, "Fuck, whatever, I don't care."
1: Yeah, or- Orlox was cool. I was like, Orlox is so cool. Character. I mean, he's a a pretty pretty bad dude to some extent, but uh, he's kind of cool. Yeah. He's he's kind of a cool bad boy.
0: I know uh, yeah, I was gonna bring this up later, but I think. I think I'm going to bring it up now because, like, I actually, like, I actually don't know exactly what the show is doing with Orlocks, because, like, he has, like, so many cool moments in, like, this series where, like, he's, like, clearly the coolest and most likable person on the screen, (laughs) and it's just, like, you're supposed to be, like, the bad guy that we want Richter to get revenge on.
1: Like, what's happening here? They're definitely, yeah, they're definitely executing a turn, um... I don't know how far they're gonna go with it because you know he's definitely setting up like he did it he did it he he killed her out of revenge you know and so it's like that's right yeah that's what richter just wants to do and it's like who's the real you know like i and i feel like i feel like they could do it well um while still like maintaining like like I'm worried they're gonna like over explain that like oh he's not like that bad you know what I mean I like I like the idea of actually him being like doing this horrible thing but like there's you know it's it's making it more complicated I'm worried there's gonna be some like flashback where mm-hmm. it's like oh like he's a hundred percent in the right you know instead of it being like I don't know maybe a gray area or something like that I feel like that would kind of cheapen it in my opinion but I, I don't know I guess we'll see
0: I, like, I agree. I don't, I don't think they're going to do that. And this flows into episode six, so we can just start talking about that. Yeah, yeah. But, like, as, as you just, as you just mentioned, like, one of the things that they lay out in episode six is, um, Orlocks killed Richter's mom because Richter's mom killed his lover who he had turned into a vampire so that they could be yeah. together forever. So he was, you know, he was, and I, I think that's about as much as, like, we, I don't think we're gonna get a flashback I don't think we need a flashback like that I feel like that is enough for me to kind of explain why he did what he did um but yeah certainly a very shades of gray character that kind of keeps on like like I said he keeps on doing this like cool shit during during this uh you know during this season and he's like even fighting with the good guys at the end so it's just like I'm I'm liking this guy like I kind of don't want to see him throw down with Richter anymore. Yeah. But I feel like, how can Richter not, you know?
1: Well, and, yeah, I've I basically loved, like, it's been only, like, brief moments, but I've kind of liked um, all the interactions between them from, yes. from this point on, even though they're like, they're so brief, but I'm like, oh shit, like, even when he, like, just shows up to try to drop some info on them in the next episode, uh, I'm like oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, <laughs> you know, because they, they're they on, you know... Oh, man. They react in a way that's, you know, very reasonable, which is, like, oh, this guy's here. Like, we got we got to find him. We got to take this guy down, but, like... Yeah. He's, like... I don't know. It's interesting. He's, like... I, he's got to deliver this info to them to help... To get them to, like, help him or whatever, you know? I don't know. It's, it's fun. It's a fun storyline. I think... I
0: think I said this last episode I'm going to say this again this episode like Orlocks is the best character I think actually and I think it's probably by by a bit um and not to say that like like yeah. I think that Richter Richter definitely grew on me like this this half rather than the first half he kind of comes into his own a little bit more I think Maria's fine like I, everybody's fine mm-hmm. but like Orlocks is just like so fascinating
1: yeah I like Orlocks probably yeah the most and then uh like this thing with um the what's his name the singing guy i'm bad with the name edward Edouard, yeah like his his whole deal is kind of cool to me so i'm into i'm into that and like the yeah. um i ended up like it's there it's kind of a I liked maria's storyline but it's it's like um it's it what it's like when i think of their collective sort of like family story is very intriguing mm-hmm. to me and um one moment in particular later on with the uh with the priest that i really liked yeah um, I, I think like <laughs> i didn't know like, like know i think everybody there, but...
0: is is like really strong mm-hmm. in this uh in this show but i think that just kind of speaks to like how like you know how cool uh orlocks is yeah
1: yeah which is like definitely.
0: especially definitely. impressive because he's not like a character that you're kind of like predisposed to like really like you know like like in the last series it's like oh fucking Alucard's here like Alucard is so awesome like uh, I love him in Symphony of the Night like of course he's your favorite character right
1: yeah I think he's supposed to kind of be that in some ways just because it's like the I don't know I guess Alucard's like instantly more like you're on his side but in this it's like uh it's sort of that you know there's there's gotta be it can't just be like all the vampires are evil and and bad. Like that's just kind of bo- yeah. boring. You know what I mean. So like having he's kind of like that Alucard uh, equivalent because you know Alucard shows up. If Alucard shows up, it's like he doesn't. He doesn't have that same like sort of heat anymore because we're you know he's over. He's over as a baby face. You know. And oh, that, absolutely. I think that's what makes the storyline more intriguing. Is that it's like uh, it's the. Maybe I've just been watching too much uh ninety seven wrestling, but you know, like Stone Cold Steve Austin, it's like he's like he's like maiming people and stuff, but everyone can't stop cheering him, you know, and I think that's sort of what you get with Orlocks. It's like, ooh, he's the bad boy. It's
0: almost like the modern day MJF, like the people scumbag, you know? <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: like the people yeah. scumbag.
1: That's exactly right, yeah.
0: Um, okay I got a couple quick points from episode six that I want to touch on if you have anything of course just uh cut me off and interject i I need some help on one thing man okay what the hell was going on with that scene where like Annette was talking to her ancestors i I was so lost because like one I was like is this in the realm of scope of like her powers like can she like do this like are these like living people or are these like her her ancestors that that passed away at like the plantation or like I don't know. I was yeah, I they was kind of just like they do what's say, happening? These are
1: your an- these are my ancestors or whatever. Do they Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: I I was I was lost.
1: Yeah, I th- so I think I think um yeah, I think this it's sort of like uh, I. I it, it reminded me of the Black Panther <laughs> scene where he's uh you know, just hanging out in some other type of uh, you know, like realm realm. or whatever yeah Yeah. (laughs) i I don't know it made sense to me yeah they were just sort of uh it was sort of like a little pep talk type scene you know
0: well i think like i was also just like look what's going on because like i i didn't feel like her powers were kind of like not like not fulfilled like she she looks pretty dang powerful to me so i was like is there like stuff that she can't do so um, I, th- I don't know, and then I, I feel like it didn't really
1: pay off either. Like not yet, anyways. Well, no, yeah. Well, I think, I think, her thing is still that she she's struggling with, you know, having lost her friend, right. or like you know she, or really just like, um. Just uh, yeah. You know, she almost killed him for one, and then she like violently killed this other guy and uh you know they're they talk- they talk to her a little bit about you know um her her anger and her suffering and stuff like that, and they're you know they're kind of um i don't know they're kind of uh helping her through that dealing with that sort of stuff that that's that's at least my was my takeaway you know what I mean they were like they're trying right. to impart no, fair enough that sounds some that sounds strength good. good enough to me upon her yeah yeah um all right second
0: second thing i uh, i wanted to talk again just quickly about juiced you this guy is so cool i love like i said i love harmony of dissonance uh it's one of my favorite Castlevania games seeing like old man juiced he's just like this bitter kind of prick was like so good i i love i man, i loved like maybe it's just because i'm partial to ian glenn but the scenes between him and Richter, I thought were like so awesome. I was waiting for this dude to just like rediscover his magic and bust out the like all of his powers and stuff like that. I think that's probably still coming, but we didn't get it yet. But yeah, I I like, you know, as a as a Harmony of Distance fan, hearing him like name drop Maxim, I thought was super cool, and like yeah, yeah. was cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, juice. So th- it's like hell yeah. This is kind of like the most juice we get, I and mean, he kind of. He kind of yeah. isn't as much of a factor for the rest of the season. I thought right? he was coming
0: back at the end to save them, like in in that spot which we'll get to, I thought that was going to be juiced instead of you know who.
1: Yeah, it was, I I thought pretty much the same thing, yeah. Well what does what does he end up doing? Does he he just gives he passes off the I, whip yeah. and he's like um see you later, like he'll I mean he'll be I mean, back, right? Uh, you know. He'll definitely be
0: back, but yeah, I mean, like pretty much, he's just like, "See you, dude. Good luck." Yeah, no, that is it. This, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Um. he he'll, he'll So be, yeah, he'll I, I back. love he'll that. Back. Richter, Richter waking like his magic powers was freaking sweet. That was that <laughs> yeah. was so cool.
1: Because he, you know what? Actually, first of all, maybe Juiced won't be back because I think I think he really he wasn't really there to actually be, like this new character he was to help richter in a similar i mean it kind of mirrors the ancestors talking you know what i mean it's like but in the Mm -hmm. there's kind of a nice thematic parallel when you think about it but i think um yeah i think uh oh the other thing the when he gets his powers he does the the move is sort of like that that like cross move that you do uh, that like uses all your magic or like uses like a hundred magic or something you, you remember that one mm-hmm. yeah so I yeah thought, i thought that was cool to actually see some you know i like seeing some of the moves <laughs> the way they portray him you know seeing uh or uh Orlock's like mist around is also cool mm-hmm. oh dude that was that looked so awesome and like
0: his green eyes fuck mm-hmm. looks
1: so cool very scary um <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know what, okay, let's let's stick with that theme, because I I want to know what you thought of the messiah, oh god, how the hell do you say her name, Urzabet,
1: Urzabet, ba- Urzabet. Bathory? Bathory, something like that, Urzabet. So, funny yeah.
0: story, I guess I was doing a little uh, research into this, uh, that's a real life, like, historical person, that was, yes. like, she was a serial
1: killer, actually, I didn't know that. Yes, um... Yeah, so it's a real life person and then they based a character off of her in the in one of the games, apparently. And then and then in this they gave her, I believe, the name of the real life person again. Yeah. At least I believe that's how it goes. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> but I mean that's that's just how, you know, I mean that's what Dracula <laughs> is too. So it's cool. Like I think the the show always like I mean, obviously it's like a weird timeline that wouldn't actually like perfectly line up with real things would, uh, be altered a lot. Um, but I like that it, it does kind of like do a decent job of setting itself in like the historical moment, you know? So I kind of like that it's like real people, you know, it's not full on like, uh, uh, like the uh, assassins created, like, I don't think like Napoleon will ever like show up or (laughs) anything, but I like, I like that there's some, you know, like, real historical precedents here and like even in the game with um i mentioned it with like some of the some of the monsters you know being based on real like folklore or like a lot of them in the games like i just think that's really cool that there there is a little bit of a extra detail in there i yeah I, i
0: i love it i think it's like super cool i will say that being said I was um I was left a little wanting from the old Messiah uh, Urzabet there a little bit and and I think I don't like I think it's just because like like she was fine she seems powerful and she certainly improves in the last episode but like in episodes six and seven I was just kind of like I don't know man I, I think you're like just maybe a little bit bland like <laughs> particularly when you stick her next to like Orlox, who is like mm-hmm. super charismatic, and Drolta, who is like roll tide, you know.
1: <laughs> um, no, I mean I think because I think everyone sort of has their little story threads that all kind of connect, and um, I get, I guess you know, like the mom, uh, Marie's mom, uh, has like a connection to her, but like really. Like, there's sort of more of, like, the story with their family. But otherwise, everyone kind of has their own little thing. And, mm-hmm. and it all just kind of rotates around her, like, because she's sort of the, the powerful, like, you know, the source of power that they're all kind of struggling around. And so I think so far for her, like, that's been okay. And I think just the fact that she's kind of, like, over the top. And, and goofy or whatever you know just or you know like she's uh she's like the like takes pleasure in like being evil she's one of those classic villains i think yeah i think that's enough and i think i like i mean we we'll we can talk about it at the end if you want but i think you know this is obviously like this this season is like uh what i feel like is part one two another story like i think the next season oh definitely yeah so like they didn't introduce her and they they hyped her up for like the first like over half of the season then they've like introduced her and we've seen sort of her power and like her overall vibe but i i think we have yet to actually like explore her character i think that's i i personally think that's like sort of been the uh, intention and I actually think um that with the introduction of a new character at the end of the season we're gonna see I think we'll see with him and her like there's definitely some questions I have there just with the con you know like this concept of the vampire messiah and stuff like that um I'm sure these two characters, are f- more than familiar with each other and so i i suspect we're going to see more there and so i think it's a different i think it's different than how they like they formed the original series around dracula's characterization yeah whereas i think her it's more of a it's more of a uh, slow slow burn if you will even though it's not that many episodes but basically i think there's I'm- still more to come for her
0: I think I think you're totally right. I think I'm just being a little bit impatient. Um, <laughs> I I think even her design though, I was just kind of like like again. I feel like Drolta and Orlocks just like both like also just visually like look really cool. I don't know. There there was something I I thought that the last episode when like when like she transformed, she got a lot better. <laughs> but yeah, for for the next two, I was just kind of like, eh, eh, you know, eh. Mm-hmm, whatever. Um. All right. Last thing in episode six, the Abbot. This evil bastard is Maria's father.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I actually didn't see that coming, but it makes a lot of sense. No. Yeah, it it did. And it, um, I, I think just like the big thing that really got to me, and I think it's not, is it in the last episode or the second to last where like, there's a moment where you think like he could help her? Yeah. But then he, he like, doesn't, and you're like... Oh, then he this, doesn't, because he sucks. This son of a bitch. Like, that was a... Gr- I loved that, because it was just like, yeah. Oh, fuck this guy, type... Yeah. I, I was waiting for
0: him to just, like, like sacrifice himself or complete that turn, and you're right. Like, that bastard, he's just like... He's like, no, I'm I'm digging in. And I was like, you motherfucker. It was Which like, I thought was
1: great. It was I liked it. like, weirdly it. satisfying. I don't know why I root yeah. for that. Like, I'm rooting for, um... Orlocks to not be too turned too good. I'm like I'm like rooting for the characters to be evil or something. It just feels like I think it, so. It would it just have,
0: feels like it's something that should like a lot of shows would do. You know,
1: it actually like to me would have felt like unearned if it had happened. You know, like I yeah I did buy. It makes this character more interesting to me. Honestly, I bought that he would have these strong feelings, uh, um, for them or whatever. Like there's a. There's sort of a human side to him, obviously, but I like that, you know, he, I don't know. I just thought that made, that felt more like in line with what we had seen up to this point. Like why, mm-hmm. why in that moment would he honestly, you know what I mean? Switch. You think like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I liked, I like that a lot.
0: Um, I agree. All right. Episode seven. Um, lots of, lots of cool stuff going on here. Although first, Goo, what do you think of this, uh, what do you think of this Richter and Annette budding romance here? Richter comes back, of course, and he, he apologizes to Annette and they're blushing and they're flirting and, you know oh birds are chirping
1: it's just a look it's just a look
0: (laughs) i thought these guys these guys are totally gonna get married and create like simon belmont somewhere down the road it's
1: like it's like the original series yeah right um but yeah no i mean it's it's definitely setting up the like explore that in the next season and i think um i think that could be good i think that could be pretty good yeah i'm not i'm not opposed uh, yeah
0: that's kind of where I was at. I was like, you know what? I'm. This is fine. I I don't think it was. I was like pretty into the Trevor and Cipher romance. That that was actually like a really well done romance. I, I don't think I'm like as into it as much in this one. But also like, they haven't had like nearly as much time together to be fair either. I think in uh, in this yeah. Series.
1: I think the difference was um, slightly is that, um, like I I mentioned this in the last episode, but this this show is sort of starting. Like from a from a like a if you're comparing it to the original series, like a slightly different point where we have a lot mm-hmm. more characters and a lot more moving parts. We like we like this Orlock guy as our favorite character, whereas the original, you know, they set up Dracula's character and then we really for a little bit got to know Trevor and then Sifah as a you know and as a unit, and it was about building this yeah. team where we kind of start episode one in this where we like, we have a team and stuff like that. So I just, I think, um, I think uh, we're, it, we're seeing it do I, familiar things, but just in a, in a different way. And I, I think that's fine. You know,
0: this to me, like it, it almost felt like, you know, in, in Castlevania season three, where they're like, Dracula just died, but they introduced like all these other supplemental villains to kind of like take that, that spot and like it was a race for power. It almost felt to me like Nocturne started with with that. Yeah, yeah. Where like yeah, you're right. Like you you really like Olucard wasn't even in season one of Castlevania. Like he didn't show up until I think episode five. Um so yeah, yeah, I think that's actually like a pretty apropos analogy there. Um so yeah I'm I'm sure that like Annette and Richter like I said, like I I, I think it's I almost wanted to say like I think it was cute. Like and maybe it's just because like they're both like teenagers or whatever, but I was like, good for them, you know. This is cute.
1: It's kind of like, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of innocent in a way, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like so, yeah. Trevor was right. like a real. Well, I get, like Richter, you know he he yeah. has his uh, his faults, but like Trevor was like a real scumbag. I feel like not not like in a maybe not scumbag, maybe dirt bag. Like he was just he was at not at the at the best, I feel point. like
0: scumbag is appropriate. Like he was getting his shit beat out of him in bars. And he's like <laughs> he
1: was not you know, like, at the best point yeah. of his life. And clearly, Richter is uh, going through some stuff here. But you see, like they have sort of a uh, a healthy community of friends. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, there there's certain a certain innocence to these characters in in some way, even though they're both like. Uh, chopping people vampires up and stuff like they're 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 also like uh, badasses. They, they've got their whole futures ahead of them I think that's what yeah, they're, yeah, like yeah. they're like
0: wide-eyed kind of like Richter seems like like a high school student who gets straight A's but has his own troubles that he needs to deal with where like Trevor kind of seemed like a former high school star who like didn't do any he didn't get good grades in high school and now he just goes boozing every weekend and you know like
1: Right, yeah, um, like, do you, so yeah, yeah you, you remember, like, when they, when they go and they find the old Belmont Manor or whatever, and he's, like, going through all the, all their old accolades and stuff, and it's like, oh, yeah. buddy, you know.
0: <laughs> oh, Trevor. Maybe one day we'll see uh, Richter get his hands on all that stuff there. Um, th- so we're in episode seven. This is a, a, I felt like an Orlock's heavy episode even though it, like it's actually like really not but he just does like a lot of cool shit in this episode i thought where like i thought the best scene in this in this entire episode was the scene with Orlocks, drolta and uh urzabet and drolta's keep he she keeps on being like you better bow you need to bow to the messiah yeah. and this guy will not bow down he's so awesome he does and eventually little, he does but he gives nod oh it's like the fakest bow you've ever seen he gives her like the biggest fuck you look under you know that anyone's ever seen
1: well i think that's awesome i I think that's the value of like her type of character is she's just this pure you know like i'm gonna fucking kill you type evil (laughs) and like he's he's got to be more cunning like around that and i think i think the fact that it they present her as like you you basically don't even want to say any like one thing wrong to her uh is what yeah. it, it it's really more beneficial to like the other characters from like a story perspective but i think like that really sells that moment when he they're like trying to get him to bow you know you like when he finally does you under, like you get the severity of it and why he's still like somewhat in defiance you know
0: mhm I, this, this was such an awesome scene. And like, it was so tense too, because it's like, is this, is this guy gonna, is he gonna bow? Like, is he gonna do it? And then, like, when he does, I was, as soon as he did it, I was like, this fucking guy is gonna help Richter, isn't he? Yeah. And, and sure enough, like, it, I think it's like either the next scene or like a yep. couple scenes in, that's when they have the, their first, uh, encounter between Richter and Orlocks. And this was so awesome. You, you pointed out earlier, golly
1: this was like (laughs) god it was good that was actually my favorite scene for the episode i think where like one where he has just i love the the shock of like him just being like it's a machine (laughs) like misting off but then like when they face off like out in the woods i thought that was pretty sweet
0: it was so odd again it was tense it was like it's like oh what's gonna happen yes, and like the weird thing times. is is you're just like come on richter like hear him out like you gotta listen to him and like it you know in your head it's just like man i, I feel like i should want richter to just like destroy the hell out of this dude but uh i guess that just shows the power of orlocks um mm-hmm. but yeah so orlocks gives what did they give him like a book or something like that that helps him send the monster maker back to hell
1: yeah the the like gives them it gives them the Intel on the monster machine
0: <laughs> yeah I, I was like okay cool like that sounds sounds sweet um so yeah a very lots of orlock's stuff going on here he was all over this episode doing a lot of cool different things I'm pretty sure that he had like a, a conversation too with um, oh god what's his like boyfriend's name um, Mizark the like religious zealot and they're just kind of like they're talking about like you don't believe in anything whatever take a stand I, I thought that was good stuff too
1: oh yeah um this is also this is the episode too where uh i i wanted to check because i love the part where she's like when maria's trying to win over her father the priest yeah and she she's like the line is she's like i'm not going without you old man she's trying to like she thinks she's chumming up to him you know and he's just like oh sweet maria and he's crying and he's like but then he's like you admit you're gonna make a great sacrifice <laughs> you like, ah, fuck.
0: this Abbot he sucks so much mm-hmm. golly he sucks and and it's so worth mentioning too so drolta knows she overheard the conversation that uh that the abbot and Maria were originally having where anyway she figures out that Maria is the daughter of the uh, of the abbot and she's just like you know what we should sacrifice Maria to prove your loyalty to the Messiah. So that's where this whole thing comes from, and it's super cool. I will. I I was like, when Maria was going there, though, I was like, no, like don't go by yourself. Like, come on, yeah, <laughs> bring backup. No, what were and you alas, thinking? Yeah, alas, the worst does come to pass. Well, I guess not in the end, but she gets captured. But yeah, that the Abbot dude. This guy sucks so much. He's a great villain, I think.
1: Yeah, I like the Abbot a lot.
0: Um, I think you're right too. Like the that he doesn't kind of turn around eventually. I just think makes him like so much, just like so much better. I mean, obviously worse, but like such a like it's so true to his character. It's it's so good.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're like, what what is wrong with this guy? Uh, for sure. Um. What What did you think? Like, uh, I sort of mentioned it in the last one, but I, I still, you know, I saw, I did see people like. Uh, complaining about some of the some of the dialogue, you know, and I did like I did find myself thinking that a couple of times, like, okay, you didn't need to say that. If that makes sense to you, um,
0: you know what? Now that you mention it, I actually I actually can't say that I had any particular moment jump out at me where I was just it's, like, Ugh. it's
1: not as bad as people uh, like pointed out, but I definitely was noticing things like when they. They're like, okay, we got the book and it's like, okay, so the story, the story with the book is the mom can then open a portal and, uh, the, uh, Annette can use her power to push it into the portal or whatever. And so, Mm -hmm. and then Richter's like, so we're going to open a portal to hell and push the monster machine through it. What could possibly go wrong? (laughs) He doesn't say it exactly like that, but it's like yeah okay i
0: actually think he does say it like almost verbatim like
1: that (laughs) to be honest it is sort of like yes i get i get it's it's like you know can you believe it we're opening a portal to hell like whoa it's like okay okay we like it's almost i feel like it's almost cooler if you just you just play it off you know like normal there's a couple more parts like that but it's not like it's definitely like not grading i guess i don't know it it wasn't that bad. I, yeah, I did find myself noticing it though. Like uh, now, now that you
0: say that, like I do remember him saying that, and I it, it was kind of like a smarmy little he, line. He's I supposed think, like, to be
1: like kind of smarmy, but there's times where yeah. it's just like there were moments where I was like that. It was like it was not even like clever. You know what I mean? And I guess maybe that's fitting for his character, but I felt like they thought it was really clever, and I I was like. Uh, okay whatever but it was it was it was it wasn't that bad it was kind of easy to move on from yeah i'm i mean like you know
0: i can't think of any others so i guess it could not have been that offensive <laughs> that, yeah uh, and like i like i get why they do that because like the particularly like their whole plan like there's a lot of moving pieces there and maybe like maybe they should just trust their audience a little bit more but like i i get like if you just want to like bullet point quickly recap it's like you know, he's saying it to the characters, but he might as well be saying it yeah, to the audience. That's it's like, fair. okay, we're gonna open a portal to hell and push the the monster maker through.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. You know, you're, yeah. you're you're. It's not. Yeah, it's not even that bad. I, I think that you you got a good point. It's it's not it's not worth harping on. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I like I think it's legit, right? Like, cause I think
0: <laughs> I don't know. Like that maybe. Maybe less on the note. Like, I remember... um I remember in, like, Lord of the Rings, or... Maybe it's not Lord of the Rings, but, like, there's some movie where they're... And it's one of my favorite movies. I can't believe... I can't remember where this comes from. But, like, um they're laying out this plan, and it's, like, exceedingly dangerous. And, like, the main character is just, like, fantastic when they're talking... It's Avatar. It's Avatar, actually. Okay. When, when they're... Jake Sully's trying to... Trying to like get the the pterodactyl or whatever, and Nateri's like, "Oh, it'll try and kill you." And in, like instead of like a smarmy line, Jake's just like, "Fantastic!" And like it was so funny,
1: and yeah. I feel like
0: more shows could just do that, you know?
1: Yeah. Instead, it feels like it, it's not it's not to the same extreme of like, "Oh, your name's Doctor Octopus," but it feels a little bit like, yeah, <laughs> like I don't know. Like I know you're making a very like goofy, like edgy. you know you know like hey we're like you have like actually a good example i i actually like uh i saw people actually complaining about the villain being like wow like it's it's like over the top like try hard edginess but i'm like that's kind of like an aspect of castlevania in general that appeals to me like and it's it's intentionally goofy a little bit i think that it's but it's you know how it takes itself seriously but it's also like I don't know, like, yeah. she's she's cursing up a storm, and it's ridiculous, and, I don't know, I, I I love that stuff, but I think it's it's just, like, in the right, with the right character, you know what I mean? Like, that's really what it comes down to, and if I, I feel like if sometimes your main, like, character is, like, making fun of what's happening the whole time, it's like, well, like, okay, I can this, get a little old. This is stupid, then, yeah, it's like, I don't know, I like I like stupid, like, I like stupid, but I like when, uh, like, I get, I can get when it's stupid. I don't need it explained to me, you know?
0: Yeah, I, like, I don't know. I I feel like, like, listening to you say, like, some people are talking about the villain being over the top. It's like, like, I can't, which villain? You know? Like, I think, like, every, like, I don't think, like, Urzabit is over the top. I think she's, like, pretty stoic and pretty, like, pretty gnarly, definitely in the last episode. I think, like, Orlocks is... I don't. Know, I wouldn't say like anybody's over the top really like I think th- I think like for the most part like they do like a really good job and I think like there's just some like quirks like that like I said because you want to recap for your audience and make it like super simple that like maybe I'm just like okay they're, they're gonna be there I'm just gonna have to accept them as long as they're not like outrageously awful then I can deal with that you know
1: yeah yeah I don't know I feel like I, I wish I had some some Urzabet lines at uh, at my thing because she just has some of those like really sinister like you know she does. I mean lines, like you know that she, are
0: like uh, you will bow to me I will be your new god yeah. like that's what I mean like she was kind of like like I just I thought that it was the opposite I thought it was just kind of bland rather than over mm. the top though
1: okay okay I
0: don't know it worked it, it um, she, she
1: I liked her and I liked honestly we gotta mention if we're talking about episode seven. Actually, it's seven in the beginning of the eight when they all, they start vamping up. Dude, um, and both, that was so both, cool. I, I liked, like, par- well, Ursabets in particular was my favorite because it was so, it was so intense. But, um. I don't know, man. I think Droltus was my favorite. <laughs> I mean, hers, hers looked like, hers looked the coolest. Like, like, if, if I had to choose between which one I, would happen to me. Whereas, like, Urzabet's was, like, kind of, like, brutal in a way. I don't know. Like, she... Yeah. Yeah. Hers was, like, it almost looked painful, you know? <laughs> uh, Ur- Urzabet, like, definitely looked like... She looked like a wicked warrior.
0: Um, yeah, Drolta, she, she was looking good. She's looking good. She
1: she did... Um, look did look like she turned into a god, I thought, you know? like
0: She looked like she turned into, uh, like, a succubus.
1: Is that how you say that? Succubus? succubus yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay
0: she looked cool she looked good Mm -hmm. yeah uh all right two two quick two quick things here uh first of all mizark that's the the religious guy he ditches the abbot he's like this guy ain't holy he has a kid Mm -hmm. i love i love that that was a cool shot when he like just showed up to their door at the end and and uh told them that maria was captured Mm -hmm. and then dude that final shot of the eclipse that was cool.
1: Yeah, and that's... That, like, just the shot it was so good. It was, that's when Drolta, like, does the hair thing and, and vamps oh. out and flies off, and you're like, oh, shit, it's about to go down. Oh, my, my. <laughs> Although,
0: okay, okay, here's my question, though, because I feel like I don't need a lot of stuff explained, but I do want this explained, or at least, like, at least sort of explained. How does, like, how does... Um, Uh, Ismer, whatever the hell her name is, uh, Erzabit, how does she create the eclipse? Like, I know she's got that magical ball of energy stuff, but, like, how does she do that? Did I just miss that, or does it not explain? Um,
1: I don't know. I guess I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's not, it's
0: not, like, the end of the world, it's not a big thing,
1: but. She just, like, does it, like, with her, with her hand, right?
0: Yeah, well, she's. She's got this, like, she's got this, like, little ball of energy light thing. Like, she's playing with it like it's a Rubik's Cube. And then, like, eventually she's like, all right, it's time to devour the light.
1: Well, they t- they talk about it like, um, like, everyone's talking about her, like, the vampire messiah or whatever. I think, it, I feel like it's not, I don't know if it's something that I thought was like, oh, this, this. Was like something to explain because I I always took it as like whatever was happening was like almost like a like prophecy you know what I mean <laughs> like it right. it was something that was just like supposed to happen but I, I don't really know I guess I don't know I I don't really know why <laughs> I can't
0: I like I I thought she said something along the lines of like she was related to the god of the sun?
1: Yes, it's Se- so she,
0: she's also the goddess of war whose name oh. is um Sekhmet, is that right? Yes.
1: No, so the the eclipse, the eclipse um is just that's just the date that eclipse was happening. So that's why it, it's like um she okay, yeah. I I read it back. She used she just used her magic power to stop the moon in place. Oh, so there was already an eclipse that was, like, scheduled to... Yes. That's why I took it as, like, prophecy because it felt like, yeah, this is just, like, time for this to happen. But that's why. It's because it's just a, you know, a natural phenomena that happens. We, you know, we don't know really about her. We we get the idea that she's, like, an extremely powerful god. So, like, stopping stopping the moon, you know, that's that's fine. That's cool.
0: That's pretty dang powerful, to be honest. That's a... That's a power move if I've ever seen one.
1: Yeah, so I Um, love the transformation into, like, it's almost... Oh, dude, so good. It's, like, part animal, like, it it gives her, like, this alien feel that, like, really makes her feel like a different being, you know, than, like, she's not just, like, a human-turned-vampire, necessarily, like, it... You know what I mean? She's alien. Yeah. she
0: like dude when so i was kind of like indifferent uh at best probably towards her for like up until she transformed but like so i'm just gonna go right into episode eight by the way which is called the devourer of light what a sick title for an episode and like a sick title for like a a you know, like your your vampire to have like i'm the fucking devourer of light bow to me like that's so cool
1: the all the um, episode titles are sick they remind me of the yeah. uh, the doom levels that all sound like metal <laughs> songs you know <laughs> another th- yeah a, this is another case of Devourer of light though is it's so good yeah i, just, I that's, love it that's that vibe though that i'm talking about of like like it's it's like yeah it's a, like well this is i don't know this could go either way but with like this or doom where it's like yeah it's a little it's it's more than on the nose with like the tone you know what i mean but i i love i love that i i eat that up
0: i dude i loved it as well um and then yeah, so so first of all, the fight scenes in this episode are fucking awesome. They are so awesome. Richter looks awesome. He's got like the magic going on with the whip. This one I actually thought like Maria like really shined in this episode in her fight scenes because like you see all of her familiars and like all the different animals she's creating. Like she she was awesome in this episode. Um, and they're having this sick throwdown at the church. But dude, when when Elizabeth walks in. The entire vibe changes. It's like completely <laughs> vibe shift, like reset, dude. This was this was so good. Yeah, like, this was good.
1: Yeah, I like that. And I again, I still, I really like Maria's like the the summoning the animals and stuff is really cool. It, it it's so cool, and like I feel like I got like a better
0: understanding of her powers watching her fight in this. Scene. Like she she was awesome in this. I thought like. Mm-hmm. Um, like almost like it like a coming out party in my eyes for her where I was just like, fuck, like she's like doing some cool stuff here. This is sweet. Um, but man, dude, when she when Urzabit walks in. Holy. Mm-hmm. That's just like a whole other level vibe shift right they there. Can, yeah, they can barely um, touch her. Yeah, they can't even at all. Like nothing they're doing is is effective whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, a few a few things here uh we talked about the abbot this guy sucks so bad but like it's so good i love it um and we learned that in fact drolta and uh and urzibet are not they did not want to sacrifice maria as in killer but they wanted to turn her into a vampire and when it's when it's crystal clear nobody can do a dang thing to stop urzibet she uh her mom Maria's mom Tara offers herself up instead and this poor lady gets turned into a vampire which I'm assuming will be a big play in season 2
1: yes and I, I think that's actually I I wasn't thinking about that too like we're going to have now it, it, we're, we're going to have more insight into their side of the story because one of our sort of I don't know I guess I don't know how much pov they'll show of her but i feel like we're gonna get a, a lot more of like playing off of urzabet you know what i mean
0: i think so too well especially because like this is jumping ahead here Unfor- unfortunately for me i was crying tears when this happened but my my love drolta does not make it through this episode mm-hmm. so they're gonna need someone to like be urzabet's number two and i think that yeah. might be might
1: be Terra. That'll create a um, much... that Very interesting dynamic, I think.
0: I, I think so. I think it's going to be very cool. So, a few... Okay, so a few notes here just before we get to the end. Um, so, yeah. No Juiced. I was kind of like, where's my boy? Where's Juiced? He didn't show up. I'm hoping he comes back in season two.
1: Yeah, he might. Got my he fingers might, crossed for might.
0: that. I'm still... I Dude, I got to see him just, like, bust out some magic. I got to see it. It's got to happen. You
1: know, they're definitely like, oh... This is good. We can do a juiced flashback show.
0: They and they totally should. <laughs> Why like, not? Yeah. I mean, like honestly, like they I think that they could do like an entire series with Simon and then another entire series with like Soma and Julius Belmont. Like I would oh, yeah. And if they really wanted to go like buck wild, they could do like the origins with like Leon
1: and and Theo. I would love to see that a modern one with like guns and shit. <laughs> you know with uh Dude, i'm telling Soma, you man like right? a re of sorrow like yeah. let's get it yeah that'd be that'd they be could funny, put blade you. in it too <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah that would be the ultimate but wesley snipes voicing him Uh-oh, let's go
1: yeah maybe if they you know they probably couldn't do it but maybe get wesley snipes as a character in the show uh
0: yeah that, that would
1: be <laughs> like, you could
0: have blade and then like Blade is about to be defeated. and He's like, I called for backup, in like real world Wesley Snipes <laughs> rolls in. Like
1: it's like yeah. it's like uh, Space yeah. Jam. <laughs> yeah. Bla-
0: Wesley and Blade could do the Spider Man meme where they're pointing at yes, each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like so, tons of final, tons of final stuff going on here. Final fights and stuff like that. Um, we Tara Maria's mom has been turned into a vampire. The Abbot, as discussed, this guy just sucks so bad uh but he's a great villain um got I like I'm a sucker for this trope man like we, we kind of mentioned Orlocks and Richter so Orlocks starts indirectly fighting alongside them and I'm like I'm a sucker for this uneasy alliance kind of trope or like you know it can't really last but like you know, you want to see how far you can go with it. And where he is Not like, in wrestling so much, but in like movies and shit. I like
1: too, like where he's like he's he's waiting like as long as he can to like yeah. outwardly betray her. I like that too.
0: And I and I'm not sure that he like does he ever like fully show his hand that he's completely betrayed her? Like, does do they no. notice him fighting? So
1: I'm not sure. No, so um what happens is you talked about she she shows up and it's a vibe shift i believe as we discuss and i th- dude, total vibe and shift. i think it's right around then he pieces that he like miss uh, he might even missed off right before she shows up i can't remember and and of course like uh drolta who they're fighting against is killed so i don't i think actually like yeah i think he um I'm going back and watching. Oh, yeah. You know what? He's,
0: you're, you're right. He's
1: misting around protecting Mizrak is actually what happens. And then, yeah, uh, um, she shows up and then you don't even really notice. Oh, you see him go out of uh, he misses out a window. And, and uh, then it's revealed that he also brought Mizrak with him. And that was sick.
0: Kind of a sweet little moment where he's like, I don't want you to die.
1: I love it cause Kinda it's cute. like, it's, it's like, it's so, it's so like the way they portray it is so good. Uh, it Oh my God. It's heartbreaking actually, because it's like, <sighs> we don't see much of their relationship necessarily. You know, we see a couple conversations, so you don't know what grounds they're on. Um, and, and, you know, we haven't seen even like a very, this is what I'm talking about. We haven't seen like the, uh the loving <laughs> human side of Orlocks as much, which I think, you know, right. we're gonna get more of context there. Um but then it's so it's much much like I was saying with uh the Abbot, like where it's like, you know it it could all like go go this one way, but like Mizrak is like, fuck you, and he like runs away. And so I, I thought that was like really really good like because it it hit me hard it was very heartbreaking and i think we're obviously going to see more with their story and i don't know that was a good hook that was a good hook i'm like really want to know what's going to happen with them
0: i know like like everything Orlocks did i i thought was like just turned to gold in this show um yeah yeah i i want to see more of him all right so so our heroes uh, and by the way, so the, the night creature, Edward, this guy is, like, fully sentient now.
1: Yeah, we got to um, talk about that part for sure.
0: Yeah, so so the big plan was that they were going to open up a portal to hell and push the monster maker through. <laughs> and ultimately, their plan fails. Um, Annette can't, like, she her powers aren't letting her push it through. I thought Edward, the night creature, was going to come and help her do it, but that actually doesn't happen. Um But what does happen is he, the Edward is like, you know what? I got to stay here. I got a purpose. I'm going to help these other night creatures remember who they are by singing opera, which is sweet. So yeah, that's, that's his journey now. That's, that's what he's doing. Well,
1: Like the way he broke out was awesome. Where like you had, you had like a group of the night creatures like team up and like take down the one like who's like trying to kill them. I thought that was awesome. Yeah.
0: (laughs) <laughs> and so, so these night creatures that are guarding Edward, I actually, I think they used to be part of, like, Maria's crew or friends with, like, someone. So they kind of have a little bit of a connection. But I think it's just, like, it's
1: just basically implied that, like, um, also, the opera singing is
0: helping them remember their memories. He
1: also talked to some of them. Like, like I think there was that one scene where he was like, you know, what did, yeah, what true. were you? So, like, even if, I think some of them don't know him, but I think they, uh. You know, like they, like you said, him him singing and talking, like kind of helps them remember their humanity.
0: Uh, Which I yeah, I thought that was great. So clearly, still very much more to come. (laughs) I have a this storyline, a
1: minor thing I want to know about. Maybe I missed this detail, but uh, when they're when they're fucking with the monster machine, uh, this like Hat Man (laughs) shows up. He seems to be like the guy, like the. Some type of ghostly thing that's operating the machine. Do you know remember what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. Like that's what I mean. I was like, "Who are these guys?" Who's that guy?
0: (laughs) I want to know about. I don't know. I was like, "Is that who she was talking to earlier?" Like,
1: yeah. I don't think so. We gotta know who the Hat Man is. Also, yeah. Um, in the just one minor thing because we kind of we talked about the fight, but uh another cool thing that was cool to see like in the show like that i i remember from the games is when orlok shows up to help mizrak he does the like move of like like getting these blue glowing fiery skulls like flying out that's just a sick move that's a badass move that's a
0: cool move yeah (laughs) everything orlok does is like so so cool he's the a so cool (laughs) yeah um yeah it's so good so our our heroes they're getting their ass kicked actually their plan fails tara has been turned into a vampire they barely make it out of there um but they but they do and so the the abbot this dude is all mopey and sad because i guess he really loved tara but she's a vampire now
1: yeah and he's just like
0: he's like you're not gonna let them you're not gonna let them go are you if I was a vampire, I'd be like, of course not. I'm gonna fucking kill them. 'em. They're coming they're gonna come back and like get us. Might as well chase them down now, which is exactly what they do, which I loved because it was like so logical. Mm-hmm. Um And Drolta is leading the charge, and she oh my god, she dies, which made me just absolutely so
1: devastatingly sad. However, it's it's
0: fucking <laughs>
1: Alucard. It's in the most epic I just screenshotted it. Uh, cuz I'm going to use it for the thumbnail but it's maybe that's a spoiler but it's like the sickest shot of the show
0: Oh my god like, this is
1: so awesome yeah, it looks almost like a like a, a cover to a game <laughs> or something oh, like dude. that Oh so
0: i feel like i feel like just as it's presented like there's no reason for all to be there so there's like it
1: doesn't make sense at all i th- it's random as hell it is but <laughs> this is awesome i think it's gonna i think um i truth truth be told i think because that, that is that could be a thing of just like well let's bring back this guy because he's a fan favorite which yeah. is like well you should but also i think um I think uh from the at least what I'm imagining I think he will more than be justified in being there.
0: I I agree. I have I have like complete faith in the writers of Castlevania like at, at this point mm-hmm. to do pretty much whatever. So I I agree with you, but that that was so awesome. That was <laughs> such like I hate using the word like a pop-off moment, but I was just like fuck yeah, like fist pumping downstairs so an all card showed up. Yeah, just look at so that. So good. Look at that photo. Oh man. <laughs> oh my god, so, that is. You, you gotta. I I do I, I do think though, maybe we should save that if because
1: uh, that was I don't want to ruin yeah, anyone yeah. else's pop off moment. I'm keeping this. Fuck, what a cool I'm shot though. Oh my our, god, uh, we'll we'll post it someday in the future. <laughs> oh, what a sick shot though. Yeah. Golly. Yeah, he's uh, and his his sword is so big. <laughs> I think that's worth noting. That's a massive sword. Look at that thing. <laughs> yeah, he's got a big sword. Um, but this will. You know what they say about vampires with big a- swords? <laughs> well, this this kind of now we're set up. Well, we have a, it's a slightly different dynamic. But if we if this is our team now, we kind of have a similar dynamic to uh yeah. the first show. You know, there's some familiar things here. Which is funny
0: because we, like, it's actually, so Symphony of the Night, this is the cast of characters in the game that Symphony of the Night uh-huh, like yeah.
1: has. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs>
0: uh, and actually, they have also got um, Grant with them as well. Maybe he'll show up in, in another episode, who knows. But, um, yeah, so, like... This is, like, this is the the Symphony of the Night cast, but they've already done that story, so it's kind of like a cool little subversion a little bit. Yeah, Um, I
1: think they've done a good... I, I, I love it, man. They've done a good job, I think, too, of like, telling the story and, like, I guess like, even keeping it faithful to the games, but, like, not strictly following the games, like, timeline wise at all, you know?
0: Yeah, like, like, where they're not faithful, it's like how do I explain it? Like, I, I think they were just like, you know, we know that this isn't faithful to the games, but we're not doing it because it doesn't fit our story. And I, I'm, like, totally fine with that. Like, it, it's one thing if, like, you're trying to be faithful to your source material and you just, like, completely botch it by, like, not understanding, like, the core of, like, the characters or the core of the story. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel like that at all with this. Like, they, they do everything so right and, like, so they, good that I'm just
1: like, yep, yeah, let's go. They also, too, have to... You know, even if even if there's al- there's always a chance of a Dracula in the future, but I think they they have to do their best to avoid. Um, if they followed closely the stories of a lot of the games, it would be okay. Dracula is back because he comes. Pretty, yeah, pretty which, much. Which you know, th- that's perfect. I love the story. <laughs> Every game I played. Like, every story, I'm like, yeah, this is whatever. Dracula's back. This is badass. I'm I'm down. Uh, but, like, in the show, I definitely, you know.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like it, it's, it's different for a show where, like, you maybe want a little bit more, like, I don't know. Not versatility, but like I don't but know. But you just you don't want to be bring Dracula back like every single Castlevania show. I don't think.
1: I thought when they were talking about the Vampire Messiah, they were talking about him for a minute because like it makes sense. But maybe they are, man. It actually, you know, maybe it could be. It could be like, you know, like. <laughs> you're not the real vampire messiah he is and like dracula comes out and hits her with a big uh that would be <laughs> fucking tight if that happened and then he's oh my like God. my work here is done <laughs> i'm going back to hell or whatever you know
0: <laughs> i feel like that's why i think like aria of sorrow would be such an awesome like adaptation because i mean it's set in the future you'd have all this like cool animation possibilities because of the souls but like there, there's Dracula, but there's not in that game. Like it'd be really fresh, but like kind of kind of cool as well. So I, I really hope they do that one day. Yeah. But, uh, okay. I have I have well, like one critique of how this ended though. Okay. Where. I just I feel like I would have liked like a little bit of resolution to like something. Cause I don't feel like we really got like a resolution to almost anything. Actually, like even if like one of like the kind of plot stories was closed, mm-hmm. like I guess Annette got revenge on like her her dude, but like maybe if like if if Annette or like Eduardo if it, or Eduardo if his story was like done and like I was I'd be like okay like that's fine or if like I don't know. I just, you know what I mean. Just like it, it yeah. feels like very much like it feels like there should be episode nine and ten and eleven and twelve, like ready
1: to go, like right away, almost. I well, okay, I kind of get that, but um, I think I think we'll get it. Um, I, I know like, we will. I just I, you well, know. they they confirmed it. I mean, I guess yeah, they can always can these things whenever, but um, I'm so I'm not worried about it comparatively to like when we started the first, uh series because I felt the same way at the end of the first series and especially because there wasn't as many episodes and it felt it felt like like that it really felt like it didn't even feel like um by the end time it was ended it didn't feel even feel like part one and I feel like the this the show so far like I watched the first four episodes and I felt like okay that was like it felt paced so well that I was like okay i can see we've set everything up and like now Mm -hmm. we're gonna knock them down and and things did start to move and fall into place but by the end of this i felt like like i said like i did at the end of the first season of the original where i was like oh this is like to be continued and the reason i'm not worried is because season season two of the original castlevania was was like an excellent continuation i thought of that story and like even though that show continued for more seasons, like that, those two seasons, I think stand alone really well. And I think when you really think about it, that's, it's not actually that many episodes, you know what I mean? Like, uh, compared to like a more traditional, like cartoon that has longer, you know, more episodes and stuff like that. So I, I feel like, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm willing to like the way they had moved and set everything into place. Like, it again felt, right. like, it feels, so far, there's nothing that I don't want to see, like, paid off. And they introduced just enough new stuff with Alucard turning the mom, Orlox and Mizrak, like, like, and, like, the fact that, like, they're all on the verge of, like, flipping and stuff like that. Um, and then, like, I get, honestly, the, the little romantic uh, thing, like, that we haven't seen play out at all um i'm like okay i see i can sort of see like that there's enough here to cover not in like a couple more episodes but probably another like season of eight episodes and i and i sort of have faith in them to like if if season two ends and it's like still like this i will probably i will probably be like okay like come on you you gotta like have some finality here
0: yeah, like, and, and don't get me wrong, like, I, I completely agree, I, I think, I have total faith that they'll pay it all off, too, but to your point, like, you kind of watch, I think season one of Castlevania might be the exception, but, like, that was so clearly just, like, a proof of concept for, like, what to, what would come, but, like, so you watch season two, and obviously you have a lot of closure with, like, Dracula being defeated, you watch season three, and you have a lot of closure with, like, the village story, and, like, the evil guy that's running it, and and then obviously, like, season four ends the whole series, so but like I, I felt like each season kind of had like at least like a little bit of closure for like the story that was going on mm-hmm. and I I wouldn't say the same about this um which is like a small critique but like yeah I feel like I feel like season 2 should be like coming soon if you know if if you're going to end it like that well, do we, and I don't know that it do is Do we know?
1: Like yeah, what Let's It's definitely
0: coming, but I, I don't know when.
1: Yeah, and I I yeah, I guess I don't know what yeah, let's let's Google it. Why not find out right now? Oh, late twenty twenty four is like a random thing. I just I guess through. that's not that. I guess that's that, not that far away. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I think. Yeah, I I will say that I will agree with you if uh, season two doesn't pan out. But I feel like I'm intrigued enough. Like that.
0: Oh, I'm definitely intrigued. Yeah, I want more. Like now. I mean,
1: I definitely, I, I'm fi- I think shows can go on even, even more seasons. But yeah, like they should typically, like, I think you should always end your typically end your seasons. Like it, it could be the end. And this definitely, if this was it, and none, no more came, or like there wasn't any like finality in season two or ever or whatever i would feel a little more disappointed but i feel like this this has a lot of promise and i feel like i trust them just with how the original show played out i don't know i'm 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 open (laughs) to it yeah no i
0: uh i'm with you man like i i feel like what i agree with everything you're saying i think i i just want it now you know i I I want it now yeah
1: i mean it's so i still have Um, this picture of alucard and then wow when he floats down he's talking to him and he's like practically like glowing with the the moon light bouncing off of him like and he's still like the same like he's just the same old guy fucker from the last
0: episode too he's like a belmont in trouble doesn't know what to do yeah seems like you need my i was
1: like yes god this guy's awesome uh he's so beautiful yeah what a
0: beautiful what a dream team man you've got richter belmont alucard maria Mizark, Annette, I, this is a this is a good roster. I thought you were
1: gonna say what a dream boat because I'm looking at well uh, that too. I'm looking at the close up now of Alucard and I'm like he's so he's very pretty. He's so pretty. Can you
0: imagine if him and Drolta had babies? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm just okay, saying, yeah. that. i
0: I'd turn into a would vampire. They,
1: you know. Would they have like? Pink hair, or do they have uh, white hair?
0: I bet you it, it's it's pink during the day and white at night. Uh, let's <laughs> let's move on.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Hey, oh well, yeah, Castlevania nocturne, sick, <laughs> sick show. I
1: was so I was, Good I, stuff. I was just scrubbing to like get like look at the screenshot, <laughs> and I went by the bottom, and I hovered over. There's a whole button option for playback speed, and I was like, can you imagine being like a psycho and watching this at one point five speed. I, who does that? I like know. I,
0: I don't know. Like I feel like that's so weird. Like why do you watch it if you're not? I don't know. Like even we were talking about Doom on Flashback sixty four, and I was like, no, dude, I don't run because like I feel like I just missed half <laughs> yeah, the like, game. Gotta slow
1: down here. You know, <laughs>
0: like I gotta take in the dude, sights. My
1: my uh my book app on my phone, like, defaulted to 1.25 speed, so, like, just slightly faster. I was actually listening to, uh, John, John uh, Romero's autobiography, Doom Guy, and he's, like, reading, and I'm like, this is not like, how he talks, like, normally. Like, is it just because he's narrating a book or whatever? Like, you know, obviously you talk different doing that, and then I noticed that, and I changed it, and I was, it was, like, totally different. I was like, oh my god, I can't re- imagine going through the whole book like that but i'm sure some people have uh, yeah <laughs> I, I mean
0: whatever man like if you want to listen to your books like yeah. at supersonic speed like okay that's gotta cool or play your games or watch your shows as
1: possible
0: i get i mean like if you're if you're one of those that like consumes every bit of slop that comes <laughs> up like maybe that's the only way you can do it you know yeah it's time to fire up netflix watch it at hyper speed (laughs) yeah oh i i got my disney plus open we got loki and scarlet witch and (laughs) whatever the fuck else they have you know like we got some
1: yeah you got uh you ever see those like uh things now like like there's like shorts or TikToks or whatever that are like it's like a clip of family guy a clip of something else like a a endless runner game and then some, some other video at the same time like Oh just have God. to yeah just want to got to consume everything all at once to feed my my brain <laughs> yeah, i guess yeah. so i guess so what are we uh um, castlevania
0: <laughs> yeah what are we talking about castlevania well we had to pivot away from the uh from the drolta a la baby so mm, uh, that was yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, of a welcome exactly. diversion <laughs> um two thumbs obviously sky high for castlevania Nocturne. i i'm so stoked man for for season two yeah i'm so pumped
1: yeah i'm stoked i i'm yeah i do actually wish that it was i kind of just wish that it the season like his eight episodes it's not really that much i you know it's just the nature of making shows have changed but you know what i mean like if this was mm-hmm. a 16 yeah. episode series and like the second half was just as good like that would be preferable so anyway i okay. i'm like you i am like i i want it now <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta have it. I
0: gotta have it soon. Um, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I, I think if you're listening to this episode, you're probably into, you know, you're probably into what Castlevania's got going on. If you if for some reason you have not watched Castlevania Nocturne, definitely do so. Uh, watch the original while you're at it. It's awesome. This is awesome. Uh, I, I legitimately, like, was so pumped when all cards showed up. That was like... Uh, that was such an awesome moment even though right now it doesn't make a whole lot of sense but i'm sure it will just good stuff man good stuff
1: yeah oh well i can't wait and we have we have plenty of more great things to cover up coming up in the future so it's gonna be just a that, good that is true we're Yeah. about to have a great run
0: yeah well, well i mean we've been on a great run for the last five years to yeah be fair. true true but uh, true. yeah
1: no denying well, that we had
0: a great run this week though i'll tell you that zelda cast omega metroid flashback 64 Woo! virtual theater holy cow
1: we've been podding
0: <laughs> we've been we've been getting around man it's we've it's been, doing been great it. though
1: i like almost every yeah but actually honestly every one we did i was like um you know that was that was a heater each one was like oh yeah. this is one of the best versions of one of these that we've done you know what i mean like i
0: like i and i have to admit I, I was like a little bit trepidatious almost to do avp because like we'd already done it once so i was like are, are we gonna like have uh you know fresh takes and i thought that episode was fantastic
1: yeah i i basically felt the same way where i was like oh what are we gonna say and then i don't know i don't know what crossover there was but uh it you know it's i like revisiting things like that actually i feel like uh uh, you know, you notice something different. Gives you a different perspective, and my—I yeah, don't know—that's—that's that's been one great thing about our commentaries that we've done. Um, we should do more of those sometime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was almost thinking, like, so
0: we're uh, over on our Patreon channel, which you can uh, subscribe to for one dollar. By the way, we're coming. Um, we've been doing Donkey Kong Country for the last year. I was almost going to suggest that, like, maybe we should slip a few commentaries into there, and maybe like, Ooh, yeah. maybe like take a like a little like 3 months sabbatical or something from from DK and come back after. I don't know. We could talk about that after. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Let us know if you'd be down for that.
1: Yeah. What? yeah okay. Yeah, will have to so, work yeah. that out, but yeah, I'm uh I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued.
0: <laughs> All right, friends, there it is. Castlevania uh Nocturne Part 2, Season 1 Part 2. Um give it a shot. Like go watch it. This is this is like peak video game adaptation. You probably will be hard pressed to find a better adaptation than this. So go check it out. Um, and of course, we want you to check us out wherever you are on social media. We're over on Blue Sky. We're over on Twitter at Virtual Theater. If you're on Twitter at Virtual Theater X and both of us are on there as well at Spateria 316, at GUI Fame on both and wherever you get your podcast. Go like, subscribe, rate, recommend. If you, if you got a, a friend in your life and they kind of, you know, they, they have like, similar movie vibes as us and you're just like you know what that guy might like what these virtual theater guys are putting down recommend this show to that friend that is the best way that you Mm -hmm. can help this show um is just you know telling people that are into what we're into about what we do so yeah with that being said my friends we are going to get out of here but we'll see you back next time uh sooner rather than later until then take care see ya